2: Hello everyone. We want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at The Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit TheGoldenBoot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at MoneySign Golden Boot. through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support sincerely and respectfully. The golden boot team,
0: the views and opinions expressed in the golden boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the golden boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling quiet on the set. Okay. <laughs> Hey, welcome to another edition of HBCU Hour. It's your boy, out. I got Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. We got Daniel D. Williams in the building. And uh, Jason Br- <laughs> Jason Brunfield said, quiet on the set. I got to be quiet for real, because Dillard is sleep. Uh, <laughs> dang, I might actually be able to get through a whole show. But uh, oh, don't how y'all doing on. this evening? Yeah, I know. Right? Good,
1: bro. How y'all doing? Dang, y'all, I can't hear you.
0: Quiet, quiet and
1: rose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Uh, as we work through these few technical difficulties,
1: uh first show of the new year. Yeah,
0: 2023. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Um, I tell you what, basketball has been entertaining. I'm missing football, so if we can find some football topics, I'm gonna do one every week. But uh <laughs> <laughs> But I do want to close out, you know what I'm saying? We've been trying to close out the season for a minute. Uh numbers mm-hmm. have come out, official numbers. Uh for the top 11 highest attended HBCU games in 2022. Let's mm-hmm. look at the list. Mm-hmm. Top on the list is the Magic City Classic. Behind that you got the yeah. <laughs> behind, behind that you got the Bayou Classic. Make
1: sure you put the caveat that it was uh, pouring down rain the whole time for the Bayou Classic. So,
0: Ain't that that indoors?
1: Yeah, but you still got to walk to the – you still got to walk there. I got
0: you. You You still
1: got to drive there from Baton Rouge if you're a Southern fan. Gotcha, gotcha,
0: gotcha. Uh let me go ahead and put numbers to it too, so we got some context. Uh Magic City Classic, uh, with an attendance of 67,532. The bayou classic with an attendance of 62,337. Uh, and although I am picking fun, those are you know saying pretty good numbers. Uh especially for HBCU yeah. games that we, you know, what I'm saying a lot of people complain about. Uh it's kind
1: of far and away the top two.
0: Yeah. And then Florida Classic which is uh FAMU versus Bethune is 55,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, the State Fair Classic, uh Graham, Graham versus uh, Prairie View is 53,971. Uh, so, uh oh Jackson State home game when they played uh, Southern, um 53,885. The SWAC Championship was 53,000 uh, 754. Uh, Jackson State Homecoming was uh 51,596 uh Southern Heritage Classic. <laughs> uh Jackson State versus Tennessee State uh, was 51,351. Uh the Celebration Bowl, uh Jackson State versus North Carolina Central was 49,670 uh, 670. The Orange Blossom Classic, uh Jackson State versus FAMU was 39,907. And the Dukes Mayo Classic, North Carolina A&T versus North Carolina Central, uh, 35,798. So. I sense a theme. Yeah, yeah. Somebody play that theme music. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the theme music is. Now, somebody said the uh, theme music <clears throat> now <is> Sweet Caroline. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Yeah, bro.
0: <laughs> somebody play my theme music. Sweet Caroline. Bah, bah, bah. But uh it's some,
1: rock. It's some kind of rocket uh Don Denver song or something, you know. I mean? Yeah.
0: Uh um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we talking about uh attendance. Interesting, mm. we 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 talked about this uh last week, or not last week, this was uh right before Christmas okay. when um We had uh, Jamie on. We also had uh, Zach on. And we talked about somebody make make the statement or or Coach Trey Alva made the statement that uh, there was more people at the or watching the Mm -hmm. Celebration Bowl than any of the FCS playoff games. So, and I know that was a comparison to that. Um, But let me ask this, because somebody brought this up, you know, so our good friend Miss Yard talk actually. Uh, shout out to her. She brought up the set is uh basically uh comparing the celebration bowl to uh LSU versus Purdue and the citrus bowl. Well, what is it? The citrus cheese yeah, citrus, citrus bowl
1: cheese citrus bowl, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so I posed the question is it fair to compare to compare FBS bowl game numbers to the celebration bowl or to I guess that's the one you can.
1: Yeah, I mean, technically, the celebration bowl is a bowl game. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you do ESPN little bowl challenge, you got to pick the winner of that. So, um, I think in a way it is fair considering it's a bowl game, but I think like with most things that you compare, you got to have nuance and context added to it. Um, the celebration bowl is a national championship, whether a lot of people want to recognize it as that or not, you know, the HBCU world recognizes it. And so the people who attend that game are recognizing it as a national championship game. And so there is a little bit of extra incentive for fans to come out and to attend that game. Um, And plus, you know, those opponents are pretty familiar with each other. Whether or not they played in the regular season Mm -hmm. or not, you know, those two conferences, it's sort of a rivalry thing, whereas bowl Mm -hmm. games are kind of random matchups. And with the Citrus Bowl, we know that – A lot of the Purdue players opted out, so there wasn't a lot of incentive for their fans to go watch that game because some of the star players wasn't playing. So I don't think you can just pick one bowl game and say, hey, see, you know what I mean? But I think it does give you a context to a certain extent of just how many people go to the Celebration Bowl and just how big the Celebration Bowl is. But I don't think it's a, a fair apples to apples type of comparison
0: completely agree. Um yeah, uh looking at it, uh one thing about it, uh, keeping things in context. Celebration Bowl is is billed as the HBCU mm-hmm. National Championship. So you're talking about a National Championship te- uh National Championship game uh versus a game where some people call it meaningless. Uh, depending on how they look at it, uh yeah. some people say that the game is just you know, glorified scrimmage, exhibition
1: you
2: know, game,
0: exhibition game. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, and plus, you know, traveling to Orlando this time of year, a lot of people just like, yeah, I can pass on
1: it. That's a, that's another thing I was going to say. You the, the Citrus Bowl was played on a Monday after a holiday, whereas the Celebration Bowl was played on a Saturday before the holidays. So, mm-hmm. you know, part of that, I think – so that's why I said it's not really a, a fair apples-to-apples apples comparison. But I understand the point that was trying to be made, which is the Celebration Bowl deserves, you know, the respect it, it, it needs does. because of the, the crowd it brings. Although it didn't, you know, the TV numbers wouldn't – what well, we would like to see them, you know but that's that's because a lot of the mainstream w- aren't really watching the celebration bowl they're watching yeah. some of the mother bowls but the HBCU community goes out and droves to the game
0: yeah uh, another thing well since another thing you got um the celebration bowl is actually if i'm not mistaken it's kind of in, in, in not not in it's in pretty close proximity to both schools.
1: You can drive there from, but no matter what school is yeah. the
0: versus the LSU Purdue game, you know oh, yeah. Purdue's coming from Indiana. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people LSU fans technically, I mean, it's a drivable game, but most of them flew yeah. down or whatever. So yeah, it's just, and then you know, it's it's if you want to go for the experience, yeah, it's cool, but yeah, but I, again, I will say all that to say this. As you, you already stated, it's something that, you know, Celebration Bowl deserves its flowers. Mm-hmm. Definitely needs to be, um, you know, Watch more, I guess you could say. Yeah, but but you know, it's it's
1: need to be pushed more. Also, yeah. I mean, as a, yeah, as I mean. the networks, whenever you know you are gonna have sixty thousand people in the you know in the stadium, that should be billed as one of your top games.
0: Hey, hey with it being like they said, the the HBCU mm-hmm. national championship. Uh, let me get that sky view cam. Let's get a command center with some of the uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah for other, real. you know what I'm saying other SWAT coaches yeah. and stuff. That'll be dope. Ooh, you know? that'll
1: be dope, bro. That'll be dope. So that'll be um, dope. I mean, even, even if you want to just do it like this, bring in Herm Edwards, you know what I mean? Bring in Ryan Clark, Boogie McFarland, or you know, what I mean, or some of them guys, and let them be the ones in the in the command center.
0: Bring in Stephen A. He he seemed to, no, no, nah, nah, we're good on that. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what's good? This old vet said, Happy New Year. What's good?
1: What's good, man? Happy New Year.
0: Our good friend Chuck in the building, and then uh, also Mr. Joshua Johnson. What's, What's good, doing, fellas? Appreciate Appreciate y'all. y'all. In, yeah. Man. All right. Uh another question. Next question. Three things we can take away from this football season. Mm. Mm. I got three I can I can I got three words I can I
1: can okay. just say. Who ain't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. I gotta, yeah. That too. Uh
0: any given Saturday. Yeah. We had some games where, you know, it looked like um one let me let's point out South Carolina State stepped up, looked like they were going to take back, you know what I'm saying, repeat, you know what I'm saying, playing when they played against North Carolina Central and flopped the rest of the year. Uh Mississippi Valley uh played a pivotal role in deciding who won the West. Yeah. Um Grambling
1: beat Alcorn.
0: Grambling B, uh, you yeah. know, there you go. So any Man. given Saturday, uh, shoot, uh, I got what's the other one? Uh, Tennessee State. They yeah. lost, but Tennessee State put up. You know, I ain't gonna say it. They didn't put up numbers, but Tennessee State kept it close with Jackson State. It, the game shouldn't have been as close as it was. Um, so, yeah. Um, go ahead. You. I don't know if you got.
1: Let's see. I'm trying to think of uh, this. A. Uh... Three takeaways. I know one of them was going. Mine was going to be that the West and, and the the Swag West wide open. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think not just last season, but I think going taking away from this season, going into next season, I think you know it's kind of wide open. You know, there's right. no clear cut favorite in the West. <clears throat> um, one another takeaway: Miyak still dominate over the Swag. I mean, you got to look at it. Another Celebration Bowl victory whenever they was yeah. highly under, you know. They weren't highly favored. I mean, Jack State was highly favored. Big underdogs mm-hmm. for the MEAC, and they still was able to come in and kind of control that game for the most part. Yeah. And then I think the last takeaway I would be, you know, the the emergence of some of the. The coaching turnover. You know what I mean? Like, how did, the, you know, like we've seen first year Hugh Jackson, and it it wasn't what a lot of Grammar fans thought it would be, but you've kind of seen where he's trying to go with the program. And we know you see Eddie Robertson, what he was able to do. And some, so I kind of, from what they were able to do in their first year, where will we see Ed Reed? Where will we see Coach mm-hmm. Hampton? You know what I mean? Where will we see, see the, these next wave of first year coaches? How will they be able to kind of translate? the success that some of the other first-year coaches had into their tenures. Yeah.
0: Um, Now, what can we look forward to in the spring? So, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Quarterback play. Quarterback play. Quarterback play. Uh, A lot of teams went out this offseason. Well, in the earlier signing day and stuff. uh, pull some big quarterbacks or some big-time quarterbacks, uh, some guys who have been able to light it up on on different levels. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing how improved or how competitive the uh, SWAC is next year uh, with mm-hmm. all this uh, increased quarterback play.
1: Yeah, that, that was what was going to be mine. But since you went there, i kind of repeat kind of what I just said in a sense in these first-year coaches. Um, and not just that, Howard Dooley and some of the – you know, the mm-hmm. second-year coaches, how will they – how will they build on what they were able to do in the first year? Can they keep that momentum going in a sense, especially Eddie Robertson and Doolittle who had such successful first years at right. you know their new places. And then um, the other one, you know, how will Hampton? How will Avery? How will they be able to do TC Taylor? How will he be able to keep the Dion train rolling, or the you know the Jackson State train rolling from what Dion was able to, to pass over to him? So mm-hmm. I think that to me is a big storyline because you got a lot of turnover. You know, you got Missy State with a new coach. You know, you got a lot of turnover. So, how uh <clears throat> how will these new coaches and second year coaches do? Who fills the void?
0: Does Does FAMU step up now and, and challenge and, and actually Alabama take over State. that? Yeah, you know. So, yeah, Alabama State. Do they do they step up and take over? You know, the East now that you know, or Will Jackson stay hold on and say, hey, you know, I'm saying we ain't done yet also 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 uh not saying that it has to be a specific coach but what coaches step up and start being that mouthpiece for the swag to say hey you know y'all were willing to help us while we had you know saying prime here what are you willing to do now that he's gone
1: and not not just for the east and the swag though but you know jack state didn't lose (laughs) the sweat game in the last two years that's true so who who can emerge and kind of take over as the swag champion, and you know, because we've seen, we've seen Jackson State have that run, we've seen Alcorn have that run, we've seen Grambling. You know what I mean? Like, who's that next team? Mm-hmm. Will it still be Jackson State? Will they keep their run going, or will somebody else step up and, you know, to kind of take their place on the mantle as a top dog in the sweat?
0: I got another one for you. Uh, because we've been talking all sweat. Does uh North Carolina Central continue their reign? Yeah. Those those three losses that they had is mm-hmm. that changing? Do they go on a run and now they only have two losses, or yeah. or do they make a run and, and and beat other out of conference? You know, what I'm saying out of conference uh, play.
1: And Morgan State, they look like they up on the on the rise too. So you know, are they able to kind of write the ship? And because last year they was up and down. You know, we, right. we know they're talented. Can, you know, can they can they put it all together for a season and play to their full potential? Yeah, it's a it's a lot of interesting storylines going forward.
0: A lot of them, a lot of um uh, speaking of storylines, you got uh North Carolina AT. Uh looks like they are close to hiring, uh making a big time splash high. Actually, it's a uh, former NFL great Vincent Brown. Uh he is currently uh well let me go back. Vincent Bernard, the Undertaker Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh He was a uh, 1988 uh, draft selection by the New England Patriots, Um, made several Pro Bowls, uh, All-Pro player, Uh, currently serves as the uh, defensive coordinator at William & Mary. Uh, He is actually a grad from Mississippi Valley, so he's got a ton of coaching experience. Uh, He was at Meadow Creek High School in Georgia as an assistant. He was the uh, inside linebacker coach at Dallas. Uh, He was a grad assistant at at Virginia, Richmond's linebacker coach, Virginia's linebacker coach, and special teams coach. Uh, He was the D-line coach at Virginia. Uh, He was the co-DC slash linebacker coach at Connecticut, co-DC slash defensive line coach at Connecticut, Uh, assistant head coach, defensive coordinator, linebacker coach at Howard, and now currently his his current role uh assistant head coach, DC, and linebacker coach at William there. So yeah, he's got a ton of coaching experience. Um, let's see what he brings, man.
1: That's yes. that was an encyclopedia right there. Bro. Hey, I, I was looking <laughs> at his Wikipedia and that thing just kept going. You just he
0: ain't talking much much about his person life, but the thing was scrolling. I
1: ain't got enough room, bro. It's on a... There's only so much they can fit on that page, bro.
2: Right, right, right. Hey, but sorry, fellas, having technical difficulties. All right, Uh, sorry. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool, cool. (laughs) But no, man, I I missed the conversation about you guys talking about uh, the attendance. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, it was a pretty good conversation. I hate I missed that one. We'll hopefully revisit that one later on. I mean, if you got something to say, go ahead. We
1: can, we can go ahead now um,
2: you much. cannot compare the two. It's no comparison. Why not? Compare. Because one is a national championship, and one is a bowl game that's three states away from uh, three states away from one team, and probably four or five from a different team. And Purdue, how many players set out for Purdue?
1: Yeah, a lot. Damn.
2: I mean everybody that's pretty saw that much, game that's pretty much yeah.
1: what we would say. Yeah. yeah, everybody pretty much saw that game being a blowout. I'm not wasting I money would there. I man, would man. I will say this though, like the a lot of mainstream people, non-HBCU people don't realize that the celebration bowl is the national championship for HBCU football. That is true. You know what I mean? So I feel yeah. like we know and the HBCU community knows, but I feel like it's not really marketed as that. Like it should be in a sense. So right. I feel like that's why I feel like some of the HBCU people are using that because it's not really marketed as that to the, you know what I'm saying, to the country. So. Well,
2: yeah. you got to look at it. Whose fault is that?
1: That's, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, partly age uh ESPNs because they're the ones who build it as a celebration bowl. You know what I mean? Like it could be the celebration bowl, HBCU national championship. You know what I mean? Like it's. And I guess it's on the, uh, the the conferences who you know came up with the name and the sponsor name and all that kind of stuff. But it's a it's a marketing thing. I don't know if you could point the fin- finger at you know one particular I party in that. Nah,
2: I, I think you can point it at both of them. I mean, whenever it comes to marketing, and you know, you're you're in charge of the label. You're in charge of uh, the brand. You know what I'm saying? If you want people to know that this is the the HBCU National Championship you need game you need to advertise yeah but
1: in. at the same time yeah but that's true but at the same time ESPN has more influence and power in the marketing part department to the people who don't know that it's the you know what I'm saying that it's the HBCU National Championship if those conferences and the schools participate in bill it is that that only goes really to the HBCU community because those are the people who are you know, who are following those institutions. It needs to come from ESPN where more of the, the mainstream non-HBCU followers are at. So, I mean, they, they're the ones who really need to push because I think the schools and the conferences, the followers and people who are familiar with those institutions, they know that it's the national championship.
2: Yeah, they know. But, I mean, I, my thing is we know who's playing in the national championship Monday. We don't know what bowl game. Yeah, because ESPN. Unless, unless you, ESPN markets it. Right. right, but at the same time.
0: But it's not. It's SCA, no longer a bowl. It's no longer a bowl game. though. it's just a championship game.
2: Okay, even it's played at a
1: bowl game site, but it's not. Yeah, that
2: right. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, even before, whenever it was the the BCS national championship, whenever it was a bowl game, I mean, you knew it was a national championship game, and then afterwards, it was the name of the bowl. But so why I think did a lot you know of that, that has to do. You're right. That's what I'm explaining. I think a lot of that has to do with if I'm the SWAC and if I'm the BAC uh, president, I'm letting them know hey, guys, I want as many eyes on our national championship game as possible. So you guys need to market it as such.
1: Yeah. I um, mean, yeah, you. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's ultimately up to ESPN on how they decide to market it. It's only the conference is already in contract agreements with them, so there's only so much that they can do. To you know what I'm saying to get ESPN to market it a certain way. yeah
0: Shout out to uh Big Pressure in in uh, in the building, and also Mister Mister Zion for MVP. Uh, <laughs> he said if ESPN pushed it, that would make a big di- uh, a huge difference. And Pressure agrees that that would make a big difference. So,
2: yeah, I mean it it it, it almost it always goes back to negotiating. You know, whenever you're talking about TV contracts and us getting the raw, the HBCU world getting the raw end of the stick, you just need to negotiate your contracts better. Uh,
0: If I'm not mistaken, I think those contracts are up for renegotiation soon, aren't
2: they? Yeah, but I mean,
1: at the the same time, though, you got to have leverage at the negotiation table. That's true, too.
2: You don't think they have leverage now going into this one?
1: They do now, but they didn't at the time because people weren't supporting HBCUs like they should. So you can't really fault those conferences for what they did in the past whenever we weren't, as a community, we weren't supporting HBCUs the way we should. And in in a sense, we still aren't. Yeah.
2: So what changed since then
1: to now? A lot of stuff. You know, um, I mean, considering that they signed this deal with the ESPN for the Cricket Celebration Bowl, like, what, 2015? Yeah. I mean, I know the sponsors have changed over time, but the ESPN deal was, what, 2015, something like that? So, I mean, it's a lot that's changed since then. Um All right.
0: I, I, I'll tell you, um, I know me personally, I've always kind of kept up with, with certain games. You know, you keep up with, you know, saying what goes on and stuff, but as far as trying to sit down and watch it on TV – I, I didn't necessarily do it. Um, the pandemic, when games were in the spring, that did bring me to watch more games. Then and then I started following up the following fall. Uh, but I do know one big thing that that came out, uh, and it kind of correlates at the same time. Uh, it's not. It wasn't just Dion, um, but the summer of social justice, twenty twenty happened. Yeah, a lot sure. more people, you know, I'm saying became interested in watching these games. So you know because they wanted to support so yeah
2: that, we, we got a lot of pride back in our community
1: yeah that's true because but i know it, like
2: it made it, it made us come together
1: yeah i know like on a local level around here i know when gramlin when gramlin made their run with fobs and you know they was getting that the year that they almost they actually the year they won the celebration ball whenever they almost beat arizona and the mm-hmm. why not gramlin hashtag and you know that whole thing became kind of an anthem and a rallying cry for Gremlin. I know that, just the attention that that one game gave Gremlin, I know that kind of put a lot of people in this area, like keeping up with what they were doing. They won a national championship the same year, so they just kind of mm-hmm. rolled that momentum around here. And it lasted probably up until fives last year. You know what I mean? So I feel like that played a part. I know that's more localized, you know, but that played a part. And obviously, Dion coming in played a part. But you yeah.
2: know played a major part. Did y'all yeah, check sure. out his uh his prime documentary?
0: No, on sir. The, uh, I, didn't. Prom? I didn't. <laughs> Nothing against him. I just ain't
2: I started watching, it's really good. You either gonna oh. you either gonna love him even more or you're gonna hate him even more. You gonna... <laughs> I like
0: it. Yeah. Um I don't know if he's gonna get his own documentary, but it Reed. Now, um, Air <laughs> nah. Reed, uh, bethune uh new head coach, um, I guess w- what should we expect from him in, in year one? I-, I know. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm going say, don't expect a lot. He came in uh, late. He got behind eight ball. Uh, he's not going to be able to bring in the players that that everybody thinks he's not, it's not just a, a, a quick plug and fix. Um, it's just like Dion's first year in that spring. Uh, they were, the team's attitude was different. They were competitive, but they just didn't have the uh, Jimmies and Joes to, to get things done. Like they, they should. Um, you would, I, I look forward to seeing, uh, like I said, the attitude change, seeing a philosophy change amongst the players Uh, And then I, you know, saying probably year two, year three, that's when they'll probably start, you know, saying, uh, showcasing, you know, saying exactly everything he's influenced. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think for me, yeah, I think you should give him at least two years, kind of like what you said. I don't think he's going to have, it's going to happen as fast as it happened for Dion, Mm -hmm. uh, just because of, you know, who Dion is. I mean, Ed Reed, of course, he has a very similar pedigree, but. I think it's going to take him a little bit more time to get everything kind of up and running, Um, and for him to kind of change the mindset of that program. And like you said before, get the players he he want in. Uh, I do think he will be successful, just because everywhere he's been, he's won. You know, he he's won when he was in college. Uh, He won whenever he was in the NFL. And my philosophy is win is win. So you know, if he can build a winning culture there, I think he'll be fine. I think it's going to take some time, but I think he'll be good.
1: That's interesting. But um yeah, I think I think the first thing you'll see is like kind of like what you said about Jackson State. Is that like the attitude culture type change? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think you'll see those players play playing a lot harder, you know, playing a lot more disciplined. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you'll start seeing playing a lot more fundamentally sound, kind of attention to detail type things. If you listen to A. Reed, you know that that's one thing he'll always preach like from picking up the trash in the locker room behind yourself to you know what I mean the way that you tie your shoes and you know what I'm mean, doing stuff like that It's gonna be attention to detail from the top to bottom Leo and that's Davis, gonna yep. carry over it's gonna carry over onto the field um as far as talent wise, I don't think they'll be too much more different than what we saw from Baton this year, obviously they're losing Kamari Avery and some of the uh some other guys. But I think, I think they'll be competitive. Just because, like I said, the, the attitude and the culture that he'll establish will, will will be that you know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a barroom fight the whole four quarters. You know you're gonna have to come earn this victory against them.
2: I think I think also too, if you look at it, okay, so you got a late start. I think the only way that he could possibly rebound to get quality players and possibly depth is, I think he has to be a little bit more louder. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he has to be on the social media scene a little bit more, kind of put himself out there. Not saying that he hasn't. Honestly, I haven't seen it.
1: I disagree. But I think you do. I disagree. Okay. I feel like I feel like you stay true to yourself. Um, I feel like you do you do what got you the job, bro. Like at the, you know, you what's gonna attract people to you is you. You know, if you go out there and you start trying to be out on social media more when you know that's not the thing that you normally do, that's gonna like that's gonna come off as fake. And nobody knows fake more than a 17 to 19 year old kid, bro. You know what I mean? Like nobody can nobody can smell BS faster than than kids that age. So be true to yourself. And you it the talent will come to you, bro. I don't I don't think that's I
2: don't think that's accurate. I just don't. Honestly. I, I don't I don't think I don't I
1: mean because I mean each his own, but I mean people I mean what, that's the what thing, if I get bro. People to prom? As soon as he got the job, kids were sending stuff to him, bro. You don't like you don't. It's it's the same thing that happened with Ed Reed. As soon as Ed Reed got the job, kids was on Twitter talking about Ed Reed, come get me. You know what I'm saying, stuff like that. He doesn't have to go broadcast it.
2: Let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Is that smoke still going on right now? Is it carrying over? Yeah, it can happen for 24 hours, but is that? But that's the thing. How you know he's not already?
1: How do you know he's not talking to those kids who already done that? Like that's you you don't know that, bro.
2: Is he building more? I do. I mean, you can go look on social media and see.
1: See what? You know what his recruiting he, class
2: looks like? Is he building more?
1: Building more what? Recu- building, is he building, building more
2: momentum? What? Is he getting himself out there? Is he letting people He has know to about build a staff, cook, bro. Man?
1: He has to build right. a staff.
2: Okay. All right.
1: Like there's more important, things, yeah. more important so it's things. It's more important things to being on Twitter. Yes, there the most, is. You have to have a staff.
2: Is, the most important thing is building your football roster, and building the staff. He could do both.
1: You have to have you a staff to build a roster.
2: So he doesn't have a full football staff yet. He doesn't have an the offensive coordinator. The man just got hired two weeks ago, bro. So you don't think this been in motion?
0: No, because weeks. there's a hire. Because remember, we were talking yeah, about the, off the hiring for
2: ten people, bro. So let me ask you this: They offered <laughs> him the job day one, and he signed the contract day one, as soon as he was offered the job. I'm just asking. Normally, it takes some time. It's okay. I,
0: I get I get what you're saying, but still, at the same time, you still gotta y'all just, say
2: y'all, y'all acting like he just he he was hired on this day, and then. They they
1: say, hey, do you want the job? Yeah, I want the job. How long did it? How long did it take? How long did it? How long did it take Dion
2: to build his staff in
1: Colorado? It took him a couple weeks. He okay. It took him a couple weeks, and he was already coaching and had a current staff that he could have took. People from he didn't have to interview those people already. It's a lot different. You and Ed Reed has he didn't, been on he didn't Ed, Hold on, a lot of those yes, he did.
2: Player, high school staff people from no, he did.
1: I'm talking about at Jackson's from Jackson State to Colorado. How long did it take him to build his staff? Yeah, that's
2: that's that's it. It didn't take him no, long it's not.
1: Long. Yes, it what yes, it, it didn't
2: take yes, it him it. long to build his staff. It took him two weeks. And how
1: long has Ed Reed had the job? He's been in the job for two weeks. Okay, but Dion had a staff where he could pick from. Ed Reed didn't have that luxury. Ed Reed isn't coaching. He can't say, I'm going to take this dude, I'm going to take this dude, I'm going to take this dude. I only need five positions. I got to go fill at Colorado. Ed Reed has to build a completely new staff from scratch. I,
2: understand. I completely understand that, Ant. But at the same time, it's a prerequisite. It's a prerequisite before you go into a job. You, you no, got people not. that you...
0: Okay. You, you right. think, Daniel? Daniel, you looking at it from a PWI standpoint? You looking at it from like this is this is uh, LSU or something like that. It's, they, it's not the same resources and stuff?
1: You got it,
2: bro. bro. The coaching community is still about the name.
1: You got it, bro. All right. TC ain't hired offensive coordinator yet. I
2: guess he should have already
1: had that, huh? Right, that's on TC.
2: He knew he was getting a job. No, he didn't. No, he did. They did not know he was getting a job. (laughs) So, y'all don't think TC had no
1: doubt that he was getting a job? Okay, I'm pretty
2: sure that (laughs) I think that
0: he had an inkling that hey, I may get this job.
1: I mean, he He should. I'm sure he knew there was a good chance, but he wasn't guaranteed that job.
0: Yeah, because they is. because if I'm not mistaken, they was talking about different people to replace him and stuff. And hell, I think if I'm not mistaken, Ed Reed's name was one of the names of the coaches mm-hmm. to go to Jackson State to replace uh Dion.
1: It was. So, but
2: my take is this it, I get what y'all saying. It doesn't happen overnight, but at the same time, man, you you, you talk. Coaches talk, people talk. You in that and you you in that coaching field? You in that? Coaching okay, field. that's that's cool. That's
1: cool. You and you might have had somebody who be like, "Yeah, I come join your staff." Till they found out what the money was like, and they was like, "No, nah, never mind." Then you gotta start all the way from scratch, all over again. That is
2: true. That
1: happens, yeah, and especially whenever you that you going to a university that just came out for hiring freeze. So it ain't like you could have talked money with any of these people because it ain't like they knew what the money was going to be like before they even gave you your salary. So. You got all of that stuff. play comes the factor, also, bro.
2: So my thing is, you can't do both. Can't get kid on Twitter and look for a coaching staff.
1: Yes, but how do you know the kid? He's not talking to kids. How do you know he's not? Because you I haven't ne- seen him on Twitter. Said, because I you haven't seen him on Twitter. You said he I needs to be it. on Twitter more.
2: I think he needs. A, he needs a social media presence. Half of these half of these kids that are in school don't even know where Bethune Cookman is. They don't know who it is. They don't know who it is. Does he need is. a
1: staff or a social media presence first?
2: You could do both.
1: Well, ask, answer my question: Does he need a staff or both. a social media presence first?
2: He needs a staff, he, but you can also. Okay, then you know, that's what he. That's what his first program.
1: priority should be, bro. That's what his first priority.
2: Seconds.
1: No, it takes more than fifteen seconds to build a social media presence.
0: Uh, I, I, I'm gonna say this: uh Dion didn't even run his own social media.
1: Exactly. Exactly. He had a staff. Mm, imagine that. Imagine
0: that. Um uh, Gramblings, Maurice Washington. Uh, enter his name into the draft. Uh, I think this was kind of a little bit of a shocker.
1: Definitely was a shocker.
0: Definitely. Um, he had a great season, if I'm not – well, a pretty good season. He
1: didn't
2: have much production.
0: So he was, I'm not going to say he was the best running back they had. Clearly One of the best easily, in the sweat.
1: Easily was. I mean, he was injured a lot of the time and he didn't have a lot of.
2: Yards.
1: How many carries did he have? Answer, answer the question. How many carries did he have? I mean, have? we can
2: look it up. Let's look at the I'm just stats. saying because you want to bring up yards,
1: like yeah, you want to bring up yards like that's the end I'll be or how many carries did he have? Because there was plenty of games, and we talked about it on the show how they didn't give him the ball enough. Production
2: coming from an HBCU. Production. How many
1: yards per how many yards per carry did he have? Let's look it up. Give me a second. I mean, you're Let the one who said he research. didn't have production. You should have said that before you. <laughs>
2: i did i said he had 579 yards for the season
1: okay but that doesn't mean he wasn't productive how many games
2: was he
1: up you tell me you the one looking it up
0: bro he only (laughs) had 61 carries and had 589 yards and seven touchdowns
1: wasn't productive not at all nine yards a carry not productive (laughs) 12 yards a carry no, no, no. He wasn't he productive. No, nah, uh, he so wasn't he only, productive. He only played in six games. <laughs> Hundred yards a game, but nah, he ain't productive. Twelve yards a carry, ten yards a carry. He ain't productive.
2: Ten yards per carry. That's
1: pretty good. Nah, he ain't productive. That's though. pretty good. Well, uh, I
2: yeah. I mean, if you're looking at the stats and not paying attention, that's to. why
1: That's the problem. You just looked at the stats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's the problem. James Houston, uh <laughs> former former um former Jackson State uh Ricky in the NFL with the Detroit Lions. James Houston uh set an NFL record for six games in six games of uh 7.5 sacks, three were in one game.
1: That
0: dude been eating, bro. And if I'm not mistaken, what first game was what? Uh, was it Thanksgiving
1: Thanksgiving Day? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Imagine if he he would have been playing the whole season.
0: Him and um, what's what's Aiden Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah. my word, my (laughs) word. Detroit, hey, you got, your got, shout out
1: to that, shout out to their GM. You know, they got a former uh, HB, well, they got an HBCU alum as their GM, so he made sure to to find that diamond in the rough and it's paying <laughs> off. I,
0: I didn't see this. I'm going to have to get back to the chat, but Jason Burfield said, "Air coach not going to beat Dion with social media. Some coaches just want to coach. So that's true. That's uh, true. crazy. And and then, Jason crazy, man. He said, being on social media could be a detriment to what he's trying to build because you don't want to seem like you're uh, desperate when you haven't uh, done that before.
1: That's what I'm but saying. He's you not, got to but he's also you stay coach. true to yourself, though. But he, he got never every, but he's never had a social media presence. He's never been one to be big on social media. So all of a sudden, he gets a coaching gig, and, hey, I'm on social media every day. People could tell that's fake, man.
2: How do you know that, though, if you've never seen him on it? What if he gets on and he's a natural? But but also, let me say this. You, we were talking about Maurice Washington, Right. I said production. The production hasn't been there. I wouldn't mind. 2002, 2022, 61 carries, right? 589 yards. 2019, 50 carries for 298 yards. 2018, 77 carries for 455 yards. No, the production has not been there.
0: So he averaged 9.7 yards per carry, six Guys, yards He hasn't per played carry a full season
2: months. since he's been in college football.
1: So he's been hurt, but that doesn't mean he hasn't been productive.
2: Okay. Right.
1: So has he not been productive when he's been healthy? When he's been given the chances, has he not? At Grambling this year, he's, he was he he could have had a hundred carries this year. At Grambling there was games where he got ten carries. He could have had twenty.
2: He hasn't even hit over two hundred carries in his college football career, and. Eh?
1: Okay, what does that mean? What has he done production when he's got the there. ball?
2: Production
1: is da- is there, that bro. production or is that usage? He doesn't have a high usage. He doesn't have a lot of volume, but he has production. Because when he gets the ball, he gets six-plus yards a carry. That's production. He doesn't have volume, but he has production.
2: He should have
1: stayed in college he has production we're not
0: disagreeing we though i ain't saying i
2: ain't
0: saying he you know saying he shouldn't like i said it was a shock but at the same time I, I, that's I my whole
2: argument is he could have stayed in college he should have but stayed that's not nobody what nobody said, said nobody said i he say because of lack of production so no why you, you said saying, he wasn't okay.
1: productive because he was productive that's not the problem
2: okay so let me ask you a question why are you saying that he should have wet that he should have stayed what's your reasoning behind
1: it why should i feel like he should have stayed because i feel like he needs to play a full season okay because why because he needs to show that he could play a full season
2: okay
1: um availability that's the reason why
0: terrence marshall never played a full season at lsu and that's why we said hey he needs to stay and not opt out because he never played in the
1: second round instead of the first round but
2: hey, yeah. Terrence Marshall also played at LSU.
1: Again. And where did Maurice was Washington come five. from? He was where, awesome. where did Maurice Washington come from?
2: He was also a five star recruit.
1: Where did Maurice Washington come from? But oh, what Nebraska point, though, dang. a power fire program.
2: Okay, he came from Nebraska. What did he do at Nebraska?
1: You
0: read his stats the first two years. He
2: didn't do anything. Six yards Why of carry. Are we arguing about this. Six
1: yards of carries is in, it's not right. doing anything. All right, bro. But yeah, but
2: you're saying we're literally saying the same thing. You're saying no, he's we're not the full season. No, Why yes. You, okay,
1: I, you're saying he wasn't productive. I'm saying he was productive he whenever productive he was on the enough? field. When he was on, now you're saying enough. Yeah. Don't move the fucking goalpost. You said the man wasn't productive. He was productive. He just wasn't available enough. You said hit. he wasn't productive because he had 500 and some yards to the ring. You one, realized one. it was on 90 carries and you started singing awesome. a different tune. Yeah, one one is- looking at his
2: history. He's not, he, yeah. okay, go ahead.
0: One is, I, one is, one is, one is, one is health. One is good. talent Thank wise. you. That's Availability the
1: is the problem, not production.
0: That. That's because the way you're coming across, you're saying, "Oh, he ain't good," but we say, I never "Oh, never said no. he
1: wasn't good."
0: When you say he, he not, had to produce, not producing,
1: himself. not producing he means he's not good.
2: Himself. He hasn't proven himself. Not
1: producing—that's availability, not production.
0: Again, that's health versus talent.
1: He's right. proven he can be productive. He hasn't proven he can be available. It's two totally different things.
0: So we talked about James Houston, uh, Jackson State uh, football player Travante Rucker announced he's staying. He's returning.
1: They got a lot of them coming back, man. Yeah, me. they
0: did. They had a lot of a lot of people reverse course.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Good for TC, man. I'm glad for him, so he can. Yeah. He got that solid foundation. That Got to try to that rebuild. Show, that the
0: shows a lot of uh, what they think about him too. Uh, Thanks. For, for for him to, you know, saying come in and he's not he doesn't get the fanfare that uh coach prime had. Um he doesn't have the the accolades and stuff, but he came in, he was able to recruit those guys to come back and stick with him. So and pull in a lot of talent from elsewhere as well, because he was still getting uh four stars and, and power five, uh mm-hmm. D one talent to so
1: I hey. yeah, for sure. And I think he, you know, he's putting together a good class. I mean, a good staff too. You know, with uh, getting that guy from Alcorn, uh, the defensive line coach from Alcorn to, co- to right. come over. You know, I think that not only has he shown the players shown that they got trust in him as a coach and him running, but they also got trust that he could put together the the right position coaches and, and staff in place for them to get the proper development. You know that they feel like they need. So, I, you know, I best of luck to TC. I hope he keep that thing rolling.
0: Yes, sir. Um, another story that came up that was actually kind of interesting, uh, and it's kind of HBCU golden, you know what I'm saying? The golden boot, um, both sides, NCAA's D one committee is looking at possibly expanding all sports to have a bracket system like postseason. All
1: right. So based off what I read, they, they're trying to every because not every not every championship is bracket style. So right. it's just it's going to be just for the ones that are bracket style that they're right. trying to um expand the field to include 25% of total participants. So that means for NCAA March Madness it will expand to 90 teams, you know, cuz that would be a, a 25% of the 360 division one basketball teams. And if I'm reading and understanding that right, is it is it the is it of the the total teams that or is it yeah. of the
0: sixty four like a twenty five percent more of, of, of twenty no of the it's, it's,
1: it's it's of the um of the participating field because oh, okay. if I'm reading that right the FBS I mean FCS playoffs should expand to thirty two if if you know but if I'm reading that right you know yeah. and I'm understanding it correctly because there's hundred and thirty FCS teams so twenty five percent that would be thirty two. Actually, it's like 32 and a half or whatever, you know, 32. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be good for like a school like FAMU this year, who got, you know, got to look on the outside looking in. It's going to be, be a lot harder to put eight more teams, you know, on top of in front of FAMU. So, or, you know, a school like that. So, I mean, it could be a a, a bonus for the SWAC and the at getting, you know, a little more publicity from the. The non-HBCU community if they're able to get more teams in the playoff. But what does this mean for the basketball? Does that mean that some of these, these one big leagues will be become two big leagues where the regular season and the conference tournament champion will get in? So could mm-hmm. we start seeing two Swag, two Mix? You know what I mean? That would be that would be good for those smaller conferences because you got teams who who have one loss at conference play. Get beat on a buzzer beat in the conference tournament and don't make the NCAA tournament, even though they were the best team in the conference. And is is Not, this only
2: is this only on the F- FCS level, or is this on the FCS Yeah, level? Uh,
1: see, that's that's the question that I was talking to uh, our boy Renard from Downside Football about. Because do you consider the FBS championship uh, bracket style? You know, the, I would, I would, because yeah, it's, for, it's a twelve team playoff. You yeah, know what for I mean? The,
0: uh, uh, God. Especially March Madness, yes. Um, baseball, football? yes. Football is but and and that seems like be going in line with what they were instead of because we were, everybody most people said six or eight, and they said twelve. So that seems to be in line fall in line with this new
1: rule. Yeah, but the only problem with that is twelve would be like not even twenty five percent of all the power five schools. Yeah. you know what I mean. So, when you consider Power Five and G5, but which but you're but like 119. Big difference. Big
0: difference. the big difference is um, football does not fall under NCAA as far as the championship, though. So, yeah, that's where the difference yeah, is,
1: yeah, exactly. That's why I was trying to figure out does that you know, because technically the NCAA doesn't crown the FBS champion, you know, it never has, never will, in my opinion. Uh, it was the AP for the longest, then the BCS, now the college football playoffs. So, NCAA that's a good point Pooh. they don't really govern that so i don't know yeah. but cuz it'll be interesting if you're talking about having you know 40 teams or 32 teams in a in a FBS playoff that could you imagine that'd get interesting
0: semifinal in the bahama bowl
1: yeah that'd be no nah, nah, you talking about the the what's the, before uh, the quarterfinal the, you got the <laughs> the I'm nickel the, finals?
0: finals yeah you got the uh first round at the uh dukes mayo classic yeah. independence got, bowl got mayo all on his head with the, with the big old hat
1: yeah could you see the could you see number six alabama playing number 35 kansas oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Yeah, man. Like, nah. They need to keep that one alone. But nah. But for the FCS, so it'd be great. And I hope that for the uh, March Madness, they look at giving some of these one bid leagues another b- another bid, so we can see mm-hmm. conference and regular season. Uh, when, uh, the conference tournament and conference regular season winners get in. Yeah. Um. Another.
0: Uh. In in in. Uh. The next of uh, the. Uh. uh I think everybody saw this coming news. Uh, Shalomi Sanders is no longer on the team on the Jackson State women's roster.
1: Man, in so, that, yeah, I, mm, it's part of that little luggage.
0: Yeah, I mean, she could have finished out. Well, I understand she. You know, he probably was just like
2: new semester.
0: Nah, I, I, the way I look at, it, she probably he probably didn't want her to stay because she was getting. Uh, she probably get harassed. Not necessarily, but you, you know, say possible. So? I think some people I don't might, think that's might, really got Not necessarily harassed, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. but I think some people might you know say mess with him. You know, say something. I mean I think that's, that's gonna I think I think that's
1: gonna that's happen. Gonna, if
2: you go play for Colorado, it's gonna, that's happen. gonna happen. Yeah, I was just about to say yeah. you can't you
1: can't you can't take him from Jack that. State for that. I think yeah. it's just more so he was taking all his luggage with him, like you said. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, even
2: just watching a documentary last night, he's just said how close he is to his kids. So I mean, that could be just some way he just want to have all his kids in one place.
0: She was you know? number five in his power ranking too.
1: She's trying to move up the list, so she getting yeah. closer to him.
2: Oh
0: <laughs> uh, man! But um, basketball. Finally, we hear the basketball.
1: About time,
0: man. Uh, the Swag been on the road this year. Yeah, Swack has been on the road. Um, out of conference play. They play uh the swag has a deal with the, the Pac-12, and so they play some games with those teams. <laughs> Maybe and, not um, no more. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They were getting uh, a lot of ups, a lot of upsets on that side. Uh, but that has seemed to have ro- has rolled over into uh conference play because um uh, it's been some very close games. Southern and TSU, Texas Southern. Let's look.
1: The yeah, I can't see
2: that.
0: Yeah, you might have to start yeah. it all over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, did y'all see it? No, nah. no, okay. Because I know it was look like it was buffering on my end, too. Uh, y'all couldn't see it? No. Uh oh, can't. Okay. Let's try it again. Uh, let's try one last time. Oh my god! I can't see it, bro. Yeah, I,
2: it. I couldn't
0: see it.
1: Nah, I couldn't. You still
0: couldn't see it.
1: Mm-mm. No, I can't see. Oh, okay. Well,
0: listen, we'll, we'll All
1: right. Well, go I'll look go it, go it up. YouTube. You we'll know what I'm
0: saying? It's on, it's, it's on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Southern uh uh Texas Southern basically came down to um it was it was six seconds left on the clock. Uh TSU was shooting a free throw. They were up 76 to 74, missed the free throw. Uh Southern gets the rebound, drives the court, shoots a three to hit, and hits the three with 0.5 seconds left on the clock. Um and eventually went on to win that game. Uh but that's just a small sample of how close these games have been. Um let's yeah. see if I can pull up. Boom. This is this is that game, the Texas Southern Southern game. Uh 77-76. Uh, then you had Jackson State Alcorn. 66 to 67. And then you had Grambling Prayer View 61 to 60. So and that was just this weekend. <laughs> so
1: yeah.
0: it's been oh, and most of these games are on HBCU Go. You can find HBCU Go on uh Apple. I'm sorry, not Apple, uh on Roku, Fire Stick, uh, it may be on Apple, I'm not sure. Apple TV. But yeah, but yeah. If you can't download HBC, you go catch some of these games. But yeah, these games have been very competitive, very good. Yeah. So, um, speaking of basketball, staying in the basketball realm, Howard, um, they want to organize around Black mental health. I'm sorry, Black maternal health, as uh, as its social justice project for this season. So. That's kudos to them, man. They, you know, that's real big. Yeah. Can y'all hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you. Honestly, I like mm-hmm. it, man. Um, just the fact that them, you know, doing something that's – they don't have to do it, you know, and them taking a, a change and making a decision as a team to go out and support something for their cause. Whether you believe it or not, I still think it's, it's admirable. Yeah,
1: you know? I think it's, it's kind of forward thinking too, you know what I mean? Right. Cause, That's not a subject that a lot of people would, you know, take time and and really consider putting some focus in in, in, and bringing awareness to. So kudos to them for that. Not only for, you know, for for deciding to have, you know, a project that they wanted to do all do together, but for what they decided to do as their project, I think they Mm -hmm. all deserve, you know, some flowers and kudos for that.
0: Yeah, I do want to say that the uh, if I'm I I do know that black women have the highest uh, mortality rate when it comes to uh yeah. giving birth um so yeah. that is that is that is a major project you know to take on and stuff uh especially with how being the medical school that it is so right. you know, and then i mean knows.
2: if you if you haven't heard i mean i've 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 heard situations where you know people are not giving uh, epidurals you know yeah. and it's very painful <laughs> so you know a but, lot of people uh, think that yeah yeah, I had uh,
1: a friend of my, a friend of mine. He lost his child's mother in uh, mm. and childbirth. So yeah, it's kind of near and dear subject to me, you know. So yeah. um, kudos to them. Shout out to Howard Medical School. Man. Sure. I like
2: that shirt too. Appreciate
1: you. All right.
0: Um, in North Carolina anti- freshman Duncan Powell was named the CAA Rookie of the Week. Um, hey, first off.
1: That kid At, was putting up some numbers.
0: Oh, that too. Have y'all seen him?
1: No. Why? Mm-hmm.
0: He got a, he got. We call it a dope man, Alabama. He got the uh, where well, he shave. It's like the you know, I'm saying oh, oh the, like the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the shed. Shed. yeah, Yeah. He got that. He got tattoos all over. Yeah, I was like kind of looking. I was like, nah, it ain't him. He got a mullet. And so, <laughs> so. <laughs> But yeah, man, kudos to him man dude putting up some numbers though. Uh we talked about uh the competitiveness and stuff of um, uh the basketball season this year. Um actually we can skip over cause I I already said about the out of conference schedule, how it helped them and stuff. Um yeah, so we can move on from that. Uh congratulations to Camise Patterson of uh FamU. Uh she is the new softball coach. Uh if I'm not mistaken, she was also once a player there as well. She was uh back back in the day. Uh she was on the team that won uh, a MEAC title with uh FamU and also when they switched over to the Swat. Uh she was there for a tournament run. So congratulations to her. Um Another congratulations. So last last year, uh Fisk University became the first HBCU with a gymnastics team.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: now Morgan State is the first D one HBCU to offer gym. well it's, it's called uh acrobatics and something, but it's basically a, a gymnastics scene. Um but congratulations to them for Morgan State being the first Sam,
2: one. Hey, LSU watch out, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, on this, while we was talking about FAMU, they also just um, uh, announced some some hirings in the athletic department. Uh, Michael Smith, I think he was already on staff, but he'll mm-hmm. be the assistant VP um, for athletic administrations. Uh, Markel Broussard, exec- executive assistant to the VP, and Brittany Johnson, senior uh, associate AD for compliance. So shout out to uh, and congratulations to those people for being, you know, in their positions at FAMU Athletics and, and coach, I mean, Coach Tiff, um, Tiffany Don Sykes, the uh, family we have led directly yeah. making some some good hirings. It seems to be so in her in her short and she team.
0: very very well connected to. Uh, I, I meant to talk about this when um, after celebration bowl, she showed like when uh, Coach Oliver won when he when he was at at Grambling, uh, yeah. how they were all together eating and stuff, and he had on his uh, celebration shirt uh, back then. She put a posted a picture of it and stuff. So yeah, congratulations. Uh, and Cootman, again, big shout out to her for, for all the work she's doing. Um, sure, sticking with Morgan State, uh, they are looking to rebuild their lacrosse team to be competing with the big boys again. When I say the big boys, I'm talking about they want to compete, be back competing with uh, the John Hopkins, the Loyola, uh, the Maryland's, the, the Dukes of Virginia. So
1: if I'm not mistaken, it's they uh they hadn't had a lacrosse team in like forty years or something. You're like right, that. that is correct. So they bring not only are they you know they bringing it back, they bringing it back ready for all smoke. Yeah, <laughs> they they want all the smoke. So yeah, they Close they uh. Them, man.
0: I think if I'm not if I if I read that right, they started about three, two or three years ago. Yeah. Um, but they started with a uh I forget what the league is called the next level league or yeah, something I don't like think that. It was yeah it yeah it's like it was a six it's a six on six league. Um, to just kind of get the almost like a club team just to get them back up and rolling. Um, and then they're gonna move to the uh, 10 on 10. So,
1: yeah, that's dope, man. Hopefully, they'll be up there where they want to be in a few years, beating Syracuse and John Hopkins and Duke and them mm-hmm. Boys, Virginia. That seemed like that's all they do over there on the east coast is play lacrosse, okay, and hockey. That's a North thing. That's Minnesota.
0: Hey, did y'all? And this off topic. Did y'all know Alabama got a uh, hockey team? They call them the Frozen Tide. Mm
1: -mm. Crazy. I don't know if you're serious or not, bro. I'm
0: dead. I'm dead serious. They beat Michigan like a couple years ago. They they literally.
1: That's pretty interesting. I don't. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but uh.
0: Fellas, y'all got anything else while we uh get up out of here? First one first one back for the
1: 2023. Nah, man, that's all I got, bro.
0: You wanna say something? I told you, we weren't gonna make it a whole show. What you wanna say? You wanna come tell them about your YouTube channel? Hey, by the way, Dylan started his YouTube
2: channel. Well,
1: y'all gotta subscribe to us before y'all subscribe to Dylan though. Yeah. (laughs) Hey,
2: they could do both. They could do both. Yeah, yeah but I you like subscribe to
1: us first. To yeah, you know, subscribe. You gotta do one first. Can't subscribe what both
0: at the same can time. You put your clothes
2: on first. Okay.
0: Okay. True. What you want to say?
2: Like and share, people.
0: Can you, we trying to
1: go today, Junior?
0: Happy New Year, everybody! It's twenty twenty three.
1: Thank you. Um, Appreciate, Appreciate you. that. All right, you know his man.
0: He do. <laughs> you got anything else? That's all you got for today. That's all you got. All right. A junk No, no. <laughs> all right. All right. No. Uh. 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 All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Everybody, we are out. We'll be back next. Well, we'll be back tomorrow with uh the Golden Boot with LSU, uh and going around the the NCAA, and we'll be back Sunday again with the Golden Boot. But we'll be back next Wednesday. Um. I don't know. Y'all got anything else? That's it?
1: That's all I got, bro. All
0: right. Like
1: that. We out. Right. Who is
0: Swipe? If I ain't Swipe? Who is Swipe? If I ain't
2: Swipe? Who
0: is Swipe? If I ain't Swipe? Swiping. Who is Swipe? Baby, who is Swipe? Who is Swipe? Is? Is swip? Oh, who? Oh, Oh, I wake up, motivated. I wake up, motivated.